0: Hello and welcome to Travel Radio Podcast. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and it is a privilege today to have my daughter on the program. Welcome, Mariah.
1: Hi.
0: Where are we going to go today?
1: Vienna, which is in Austria. Yes, I got it right the other time I said Australia.
0: This is not our first take. She said Australia last time, but it was adorable. So
1: yeah. Well, Mom thinks so. I don't really know how I sound.
0: Mm. So what was your favorite memory of Vienna?
1: The Kinder Museum and the,
0: what's it called? Time.
1: Time Travel Museum. Time Travel is. Vienna,
0: yep. And we'll get into both of those, but they are really great things to do with children in Vienna. So now to paint a picture of our trip and how and who we went with. All right, how many adults, how many children?
1: Four adults, five children, all together nine. All together
0: Nine. And if you were wanting to do a Christmas market trip, this is really kind of the, the latest you should wait to uh, start planning this trip. So that's why we're going to start talking about this now, because this is when we started planning our trip last year. It worked out really well. We did have some hiccups, but it was great. And uh, before we get started on any of that, I do want to say that it is a crazy time to be planning travel because of the whole fluid situation with COVID-19. And so I would recommend working with a travel agent, travel professional. If you don't have one, um, I know some excellent European uh, specializing type travel agents and I will put you in contact with them. And so, yeah, I'm going to say contact a European travel expert. And I would also say book your attractions well ahead of time or have them do it for you. Uh, Use a provider that has great cancellation policies In the show notes to this episode, you'll see links to uh, some of the attractions that we went to and some of the things I would recommend that we didn't have time to do. And all of those links will be uh, links to um, a a tour provider in Europe called Get Your Guide. And I like them because they have a great cancellation policy. Um, And yeah, anyway, you'll see them. But that's a good resource is is the Get Your Guide site. So go ahead and click through those, and then um, you want to book those ahead of time because even in a year that it's not COVID nineteen, things sell out quickly. So make sure to plan ahead now. Um, now that we're in a time where operators are you know working at half or even a third capacity, so make sure to plan ahead of time. My other recommendation is going to be to do something historical first so that you kind of get an idea of where the events in Vienna's history fall in time and their importance. And then everything else you see around the city will help to lock those in place in your memory. Um, and then also if you're traveling with kids, you've got to do a range of kid activities and adult activities. So if you want to do something historical, you either need to be able to say, just hold out because we're doing a kid activity next or bribe them with a kid activity first and say that we're going to do the adult activity in the afternoon. you got to figure out that balance, but there's plenty of things that will be enjoyable for both adults and kids that will satisfy those requirements. Okay, or I would like to say something.
1: Um, Also, there are fun things that adults would enjoy as well as children. So, like, there's the Kinder Museum and... Um the one wait, wait, don't worry the time don't the time worry we're going to Vienna but um there's like there's things that children and adults would enjoy um so like you could instead of going children adult or adult children you could go um we're going to go to the this kinder museum where you can don't tell, don't do give it fun away. Stuff We're gonna and we'll get learn into history that. and okay. so like there's different parts of different things where it's like combination of adult stuff and kid stuff.
0: Okay, so let's start with the historical tour that we took. And I think that we should have done this first, but we didn't. So this one is called Time Travel Vienna. There's a link to it in the show notes. And this is kind of a 3D, 5D, little bit of a roller coaster little bit of virtual reality. There's also some kind of you step into the setting with like, um, you know, like robotics, animatronics type things. And um, anyway, it takes you through the history of Vienna, but it keeps you moving. You don't stay in any room more than five minutes. And it's about, I think, 40 minutes to an hour long. And so it keeps the kids engaged because it's different, different type of um, activities. But um, anyway, you get history they get 3D, 5D, those sort of things. Araya, there was one that you wanted to talk about, the favorite part that you had, and it was when I think we were learning about the history of the city of Vienna, and at one point there were rats running past. Yeah. What What happened? Um,
1: so it's like if you go to a movie theater, there's those fold-out chairs. It's mm-hmm. like that, but they're not fold-out. Mm-hmm. So you sit in a chair, And then there's this little piece of plastic. But, of course, normal 3D theaters don't have that, so you won't be paying attention to that. And then you go to sit down in a chair, you put on 3D glasses, you start to watch the history movie, and then...
0: The rats run past. Yeah,
1: and then the rats run past in the 3D movie. And then this little piece of plastic it whips and it whips you like a rat's tail really in the, fast in the back and like, of the legs, and then yes. i was like oh what was that yeah so it was, so that would be really fun i think but, but then what's the, the part plague, i if you have really young children like two or three i wouldn't recommend going in there or even if you do just like make sure they don't look hurt cuz yes. it's like just basically a pit with
0: bodies bodies Yeah, and so dead people and
1: it's like there's a really f- a nasty. folk
0: story about um, a guy who they who was a, the town drunk and he ended up in you know basically in the pit where they put the plague victims and he came to his senses down there and he whistled in order to be heard and so you're in kind of this folk kind of exhibit. That you know, telling this story, but you happen to be in a a pit with twitching bodies. It is not appropriate for four-year-olds, as we found out, but we didn't really know. We were just kind of like in the flow of things, and they really should give kind of a warning, but you will definitely know if you've heard this episode when you're going into this kind of exhibit. So just a heads up on that. Other than that, it was actually really good. Gave you an overview and there's some uh, VR stuff where you're in a waltz. There's some neat things. So that's a great one, I think, for families to give an overview and then everything else you see in the city will reinforce that knowledge that you do in that first historical tour. Okay, so um, let's talk about one more thing, Araya, that we didn't get to do, and actually, I'm just going to talk about it. You're going to hang out one second. Mm-hmm. There is an audio tour that Rick Steves does that's really good, and it actually takes the Ringstrasse around the city. And so it'll cost you, like, you know, two euros or something to take this audio tour. And you you get on the you get on to the appropriate stop, you press start, and it just follows you around. And it gives you a tour of the city. So those two things are great, especially if it's raining you could do the the bus tour uh, easily and and uh, get some history that way without being out in the rain okay so now and, and that'll be in the show notes so if you scroll to the bottom of the page it's in the show notes there okay so the next thing that i'm going to recommend is schoenbrunn palace and this is kind of there are some real important origins in european history that happened here And so I'm not going to get into the history lesson, but it it does have over 1,400 rooms, 1,444 maybe, 1,400, I'm not sure.
1: But But, they only show so many of them.
0: Yes, you only go into maybe 40 rooms, I think. And it is spectacular what you get to see, the lifestyle that these people had. But also there was real love stories and family stories and and war. It's, It's very interesting. But that's for adults. The part that we want to focus yep, on, Araya. Is, go ahead. I know you want to talk about this. This is the museum next door. I know. Okay. Um, so, so we but, just want to make sure people know it's not. in this. It's in the same palace. No. I know you know, but listeners don't know, child. <laughs> so you need to go to the next building, to the Schoenbrunn Children's Museum, which will say Kinder Museum. Palace. Oh, you're going to talk about the palace.
1: And then I'll talk about
0: Okay, I'm sorry. All right, let's go. Um,
1: so in the palace, um, if you have children that aren't like, I don't know, maybe nine or t- nine and up, then you probably wouldn't go through all forty rooms. Um if you have like a five year old, you probably won't go into all forty rooms. But there are about forty rooms and it's not like It's not like now where, like, once you get into it, you, like, it's not like you go in and then you can't come out. It's like you go in and then you walk for 20 minutes and then you say, okay, we can go do something else. And then you can just simply walk out of the palace.
0: Yeah, so it is kind of a one-way path, but it's easy to navigate. There is also children's audio guides, which all the children enjoyed and had some fun little snippets. Okay, so let's move, all next door to the kinder museum. And this is kind of a separate wing of the palace that they've dedicated to the uh, life of imperial children. And I think the most exciting thing for you guys was, and the girls would have stayed there all day. The boys would not (laughs) have. But that is because this is the best dress-up experience of your little princess's life.
1: Do you want <laughs> to talk
0: about it, Oriah? Yeah.
1: So it's like they have, like, maybe four closets of...
0: So they're wardrobes.
1: Yeah, but of princess costumes. So like, and they're
0: labeled by age range.
1: Yeah, because they don't know what size you are. Like, um, there was one that Mama could put on, I bet. They do
0: have some for adults, but the adult costumes are not as good as the children's yeah, costumes.
1: No. But, um... Yeah, so, yeah, you put them on, there's gloves, there's wigs, which yeah, I have, there's... I have gotten lice many times, so I only put one on for like two <laughs> seconds, <laughs> but the other girls put them on for maybe a few minutes. Yes. But, um.
0: We're super paranoid about lice at this house, yes. so.
1: <laughs> it takes like two hours
0: to No, it's hair. not even, good. nobody wants to know. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> but, um, they're really beautiful dresses, and you get a fan, you get gloves, you get a wig, there's a. Queen's throne, you sit down in the throne, you get your picture taken, you try on all the other dresses, and,
0: and you me, dance, Avery, and, you guys and posed.
1: Riley tried on a bunch of them, and yes. we all loved them so much. Let's see and what Julie,
0: pictures we can get permission to share. Yeah,
1: Joey got dressed in this little, like, there was like this crown, so you put on this prince's. Crown, mm-hmm. and then he put on this, like, it's like a knight suit. No, it wasn't a knight it was like suit. It's like a regimental was like uniform
0: a, of some yeah, sort. Yeah, but it was
1: like a. If you watch, like, Pride and Prejudice or something, like, the fancy men would wear something like that. It was like.
0: It has tails, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, Yeah. it's it's like a prince's cons- costume or something, but he was. And then there's, like, these little horses that you sit on, and like, you rock them. Yes, they And had. Joey sat on when we took his picture. Um, so. So basically you could you take some take Christmas card
0: there. worthy pictures here and yes. just budget in. I mean, you probably if you have a girl that likes to play dress up, budget in like an hour. I mean, they might be giving out time slots now. I'm not gonna give a lot of admission advice because it will change by Christmas time. But
1: I recommend going there with Yeah, your you child, need at least though. an hour
0: for the dress up <laughs> section if you yeah. have a little princess that wants to dress up in these really ornate gowns that are made in children's sizes, so they're they're fun.
1: Yeah, they they look really nice. They, they do. I like if you had a little princess like in movies, fancy movies. They do look pretty realistic.
0: Yeah, you could pack your little dress shoes too, so you could have some real dress up going on. Oh yeah, otherwise I have dress you have to wear sneakers. Jeans. Yeah, and then other things of interest there. Um, they have some architectural displays um, of, of what they found in the palace, what they've restored. They also have this. <clears throat> excuse me. It's a children's like a fall, you know, like a, a seek and find essentially and the the thing that you are seeking is exhibits with I'm sure there's some copyright infringement here. It's almost Casper the Ghost, but it is a little boy prince that died when he was young and they they think that he lives in the castle. So that's kind of a seek and find around the palace that you can do. Um and there's also some art things you can do. Um, but we just ran out of time to do all of it. But the other thing that we did that was so much fun was setting the table for an imperial court.
1: Oh, yeah. So it was like, you know, if you go to like a, not a hardware store, but like, there's like these like little plastic apples for like
0: yes they have of display, course they don't display food. T-
1: yeah it, like if you put like a display meal of what they would eat at for dinner in a case mm-hmm. they would not use real apples because those would go moldy very fast but they use there was like these plastic bits of food and like for tea English people would use like um,
0: saucers.
1: No, it's, like, China. this big plate, and then there's, like, a thing that goes yeah, up, like a and then a ring at the top, and then they they get smaller, and you put yeah, so food on. Yeah, so a
0: tiered display rack for yeah, la- and many then, layers of delicious food.
1: Yeah, and we put fruit, and then there's, like, uh, glass plates, but I would... Yes. Yeah, so, I would recommend adults putting the plates on if you have young children. Well,
0: the adults stood back, and you guys went to town because it's, it. I don't know what it is. It must be very durable, or they must have bought it by the thousand because they are they're real plates and real wine glasses and real water bottles, like glass water. Yeah, um,
1: it was cool though.
0: And I mean, you guys set the table with forks and knives and and cloth napkins and I all like the food. I like setting the
1: table. I mean, it was and it was beautiful. <laughs> it's boring, you guys but fun. did a great
0: job. And then we pretended to eat a meal super fast, and we tore it down, because we were the, well, almost the last people in the museum, and we put away with crook, and then we ran out of there. But Yeah, it
1: only had like 10 minutes until it closed, so we stayed there for, I don't know, maybe three or four hours?
0: But we were the only people there.
1: Yeah, it was nice, though.
0: It was nice. So if you go on a weekday oh. to the Vienna Christmas Markets, you will have like a tenth of the traffic you would on the weekend. so... Um, go ahead and go during, you know, midweek if you can. One last thing that I would like to say about the Children's Museum.
1: Yeah, um, also there's like old wooden toys that you get to play with while the adults learn the history about the room.
0: Okay, so immediately outside the Children's Museum is what? They set up what? Right there out front of Schremburne Palace.
1: A Christmas market.
0: Yes, a very nice Christmas market. Well, really
1: nice pretzels. Really nice pretzels. That's what I
0: was going to ask you, what your favorite thing to eat there was.
1: Uh, pretzels and this guy, he made really nice noodles with ham. and So I had that for dinner and then like a chocolate pretzel after.
0: Yes, I was like going like to say like the pasta chin. dish.
1: Yeah, that was nice.
0: But then we also, there's all these different Christmas markets. Each one of them has their own Gluevine mug and those actually you can... Well, I don't know how it's going to operate this year. You probably have to buy them outright. But before, you would just place a deposit, and then you had a refill charge. And if you didn't want to keep that mug, you could just hand it back in, and get your money back for your deposit. So um, anyway, they they have those kind of stations set up all over that market, and we also had um, these brats that were fantastic. And the one I liked had cheese in it. Do you remember that we were at the, like the a Lover's puzzle? Market? Yeah, no, no, the big sausages in the roll—the very first ones we got—and oh, they yeah. had cheese in the middle. They it was were like very giant good. Giant
1: buns with mm-hmm. like a sausage in the middle, and it—they and would drizzle like melted cheese or mustard or and like ketchup. Like you could choose your your sauce, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they were delicious. Delicious, and but it's. I would recommend sharing it with somebody. It is way too big for one person.
0: Yeah, we definitely shared, I think, maybe five (laughs) five of them between the nine of us. Yeah. Because they were so large. But
1: there were still leftovers.
0: Mm, They were so good. Yeah, Yeah. so then a a couple other dining experiences that you would want to have in Vienna is um, we got schnitzel. Do you remember schnitzel?
1: Oh, yeah. Logan took some to go.
0: Yeah, so we got schnitzel. But and Daddy ordered schnitzel for Joey. And do you remember what happened when they served us schnitzel? We were in, the, we were on the big table, and Joey was at the end, and he started crying.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, Dad handed him horseradish. And well, your dad
0: just cut up the food and put it in front of Joey.
1: And he didn't know he thought it was lettuce. He didn't he know it was horseradish. Was co- yes,
0: coleslaw. But yeah. and Joey took a whole fork of freshly ground horseradish and put it into his mouth and the lady in the kitchen saw it happen and she just ran over with a glass of milk and handed it to him and saved my poor Joey. So yeah, so be careful. It's not horseradish and I mean, it's not coleslaw. It is horseradish. It's amazing if you like that sort of thing, which I do, but it's very, very spicy. So use sparingly.
1: Just always check that it is not horse thread before you give it to your child.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I was sitting across the table. I was a little irritated with your dad, but um, it's okay. Everybody survived, and Joey had yep. very clear sinuses. So there you go. Okay, so um, there's another thing that can be a tour. It just can be eaten, or you can actually go and make it, and that is the Apfelstrudel, which is a delicious local pastry. And you can actually also do that at Schonbrunn Palace. They have a demonstration there that you can participate in or even make it, or, or you could. Who knows what's going to happen going forward? But that is one thing Vienna is known for is the apple strudel. So that's one thing that you can also uh, explore and is good for families. And then um, the last thing I want to talk about as far as activities for families and children is the Schonbrunn Palace Zoo, which is the Tiergarten. And it is actually the oldest zoo in the world. Did you remember that?
1: Yeah, there's also a little aquarium built into it. That was cool.
0: Yep, so it's, it's it, on the palace grounds. And keep in mind, if you're going in the winter, not everything in all of the palaces is open. For example, the you know the really lovely gardens are not going to be open to stroll because they'll get muddy and all that sort of thing. But the zoo is open, and most of the paths are gravel or paved. And there are some kind of local historical displays or like they have some of, you know, what you would find a historic home that would look like maybe. Um, and they have a, a nice little aquarium and they do some animal feedings and they're worth seeing. And what are you going to say, right?
1: Um, there was this one with seals, and there's this
0: sea lions and yes,
1: yeah, sea lions and
0: yeah, and and the seals and they yeah. they're, they're and, used to the cold, so they're out and they need to be fed every day.
1: Yeah, and there was this giant one, and it was like really fat, and they were doing tricks and things. And when it splashed, when it went into the water from this high rock. It splashed almost everybody who was around it watching the show. It was show.
0: the biggest belly flop of belly <laughs> flops. Yes.
1: Yeah. And and I got sprayed on there yes. a little bit, though. But.
0: It was very exciting. Now, I don't necessarily like the idea of zoos in general because of animal captivity, but... But
1: this one was surprisingly very nice. It was
0: very nice. The enclosures were, very, were fairly large. And they do have some um, indoor rainforest exhibits with some really cool vampire bats. And other little otters playing and things like that. Lots of birds to observe. So there are places to warm up at the zoo, which is important when you go in December because it's very possible that it's snowing or sleeting or raining. And if you're at the Christmas markets, they are outdoors and you will need a place to warm up. So this is a good option. And yeah, I, I can probably link the video to the sea lions and seals. I'll put, I'll post it to the YouTube channel and I'll put it, I'll embed it in this post. But that was worth watching. And we also got to see the penguins, polar bears. It's a, it's a good little zoo. Um, is there anything else you want to mention about Vienna before we're done? Um, we rode a lot of public transportation. Yes. We walked and a lot. And yes. it was fairly easy to navigate.
1: The sights in town are really nice to see at night because they put up, at Christmas time especially, they put up these lights. They put up chandeliers with lights. They put mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. lights on their houses. They... And then if you just drive around town or even walk, it's it's really nice. There's this big cathedral with Christmas market. Mm-hmm. There's, um... Oh,
0: at the cathedral, they don't serve Glühwein. Well, they do, but they also serve a hot gin drink.
1: And oh, yeah, that, that's nice.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no. Did you I'm have, not have some? some?
1: <laughs> but I did have, like, this warm apple cider you, for kids, though. Yes. That was nice, though, Yes, because it was, like, warm apple cider. We had the apple uh, cider. Apple,
0: hot apple gin drink, and that was amazing. Yes, so... Um, that's probably the end of things that we experienced. And just to include uh, another site that you might want to see is um, there are a lot of famous musicians there. So to book in a, a musical experience, this is also a town that's known for waltzing. So you might be able to book a ball or, or watch a dance lesson. Additionally, there is the Spanish Riding School, which is a performance venue for um, highly trained performance uh, horses. So, uh, I'll put notes links to all of that in the show notes, but those are if you if your children have interest in those things, those are also worth doing. But we only have three days in Vienna,
1: so we just ran out of time and I totally recommend taking your little daughter to the Schönbrunn Palace um children's museum.
0: Yep. they would have gone back Highly every day, it. but the boys said, "No, other things.
1: <laughs> yeah, the boys wouldn't like it there, and no. they didn't. They just walked around and stood outside at the Christmas market. Wow. No, Girls sometimes. were inside playing and dressing up. Mm. That was fun.
0: Yeah, so that's that's our tips for traveling with families to the Christmas markets in Vienna. And there's so much more to do, but if you only have a couple days, that's kind of some highlights that will keep the whole family happy and full. Yeah. All right, Araya. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode.
1: You're welcome. Oh, and I also recommend eating one of their pretzels with powdered sugar or chocolate or whatever is for a dessert. That's yes. really nice.
0: They're humongous. Like, freshly and full of Nutella.
1: warm and delicious sugary pretzels. They're the best pretzels.
0: Yes, I pretty much went to the Christmas markets to eat, and, yeah. it, and they didn't disappoint.
1: <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Our son Joey went to shop. I went to eat. What you go for? Yeah. You went for the princess dresses. I went
1: for the princess dresses shopping and eating. Mm. I went for it all. I hand.
0: went for it all. Mm. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, this is Ariah living her best life.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably going to be my only life. I mean. It
0: is your only It's a good life. You have a good life, babe. All right, mm-hmm. you want to say goodbye?
1: Uh, bye.
0: All right, this is Megan Chapa of the Travel Radio Podcast saying good night, good morning, good day, whatever time it is, good right? Good evening.
1: Good evening. Good Juice. afternoon. Bye.